It's 4th of July weekend, everyone. And because of that, we have a WGT golf tournament. If you haven't heard of WGT golf, you must be living under a rock or something because it is the best and most popular golf game in the entire world. Plus, they are official gaming spot partners of DNVR. It's not too late to join in and play with us. So go to dnvrgolf.com today and download WGT Golf today. After you've, you've done that, you can join us in playing the 4th of July. The it's the 4s of the 4th of July. Yeah, you can. I'm sharing my screen. You can see. Okay. Competition of the, the best fours of, of July. Fours so we're playing the best the of par fours. Okay. Do you want to read it for me? No. <laughs> That's no, I'm sorry. I, I forgot this wasn't the. I forgot this wasn't the DNBA where you don't just uh, jump into every commercial and try and ru ruin it for the host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only Harrison has to deal with that. Um, all right, yeah, guys, this is a par fours tournament. It's going to be fun. Don't forget to download WGT Golf. What in the world? <laughs> who, who do you guys think is going to win this one out of the DMBR fam or get close to? Who's good at par fours? Harrison. Yeah, he Harrison? didn't have that great of a showing last time. I I straight up embarrassed myself on the close to the hole in the battle of the the country clubs, the face off. I don't I don't want to get into it. Yeah, disappointed DMBR one. Yeah, Lions. Um, yeah, yeah. Lions has been putting in the work out there. I'd, I'd be. He had a long road trip recently. A lot of WGT time in the car. Uh, I'd, I'd be worried wow. about Patrick Lions this Man, weekend. In right. the well, car? That yeah. that's like <laughs> that's, that's a lot of time. Stomach strengthening right there. <laughs> Play games. So I think Lions might be uh, in, in the minus two hundreds uh, in the D DNVR fam. I think AJ might present some good value though if you could get him in the plus two hundreds or better. Look at that. Already yeah, getting into the betting. Andre, we filmed the DNVR bets daily show earlier. That's why Andre is ready with all the numbers and everything. Yep. But <laughs> go, down, go down on WGT Golf. Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsay breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landeskog. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dom two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast. I am your host, Ali Monroy, and with me today is D-Line slash Eric. D-Line slash Eric. Here I am. Help me call you. <laughs> you can call me Eric. It's my it's my name. We can call me that. <laughs> you, you write D-Line parentheses. Yeah. Oh. You know, so I know you because it's called D-Line. I know. So I like my, it's because of my, my Twitter handle is D-Line Co because I know. I, 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 so I, 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 I'm like too deep in it. So I'm just, <laughs> you could say Eric 
parentheses D line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's on the DNBA show. We always just have the one name. Listen, you guys don't understand. Cool. I don't want to explain it to you. Just understand that I'm way too deep into this quagmire. So just we're going to go with it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, got Eric on here. Drew Griefman. <laughs> Professor Dre, the math magician, <laughs> and AJ. I forget to change my name. <laughs> never change. Never change. That needs to show up on your driver's license. <laughs> if you can Come help on. me with that, I'll <laughs> yeah. try to cheat it. Uh, it is 4th of July weekend, like I said, so don't forget to pick up some Breck Brews. For this weekend, the 15-can pack of Mile High City Lager is perfect to bring over to a friend's house while you're barbecuing. Eric describes it as the perfect... Um, drink it. What? Slammable. Slammable. <laughs> how, how did I forget that? It's the best slammable beers around. Yeah. But also, it's a beautiful day outside. You want to sip on some strawberry sky, mm -hmm. mountain beach. There's so many options. So don't forget to check out Breck Brew for this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a little early for me to be drinking a Breck Brew. So it's I'm, a little I'm early drinking for some strawberry. Still no excuse. <laughs> Not saying something. Yeah. If Drew's like, you know what? Uh, so I've got my strawberry craft those. coffee here. <laughs> Um, we're recording this podcast a little early today, a little early. I guess we'd normally record at 2.30 and it is 10.50. Um, but that is because it is the weekend. It is a holiday weekend. And we thought we'd get you guys this podcast and stream going early before you take off to the mountains, the lake, anything you've got going on this weekend. So without further ado, today we are going to talk about which sport has the best game day experience for the fans? Mm. And that question was brought to us by a member who tweeted at me wanting us to describe each game day and kind of give our takes and, and then decide which one is the best. But first segment, we are going to do which is the best game day, uh, game day experience during the regular season. The next segment will be what's the best playoff game day experience. Mm. Because I think you could choose different for both of these yeah. playoffs in every sport are a little different. Maybe it gives you a little more tradition um, for those playoff games. So without further ado, Probably. let's start. I'm going to, I'm going to have Drew Ooh. Okay. describe, describe the Rockies game day experience a little bit so that fans can kind of, if they don't go to many baseball games or live abroad, they can, they can learn from you. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a lot of, Great stuff. I, I would say, broadly speaking, the only real negatives of the, I don't know, random, but random baseball game experience at Coors Field or anywhere really have to do with the time. It's a long game. You're going to be there a while. And there are 100,000 of them. Now, this year there's only 60, so there's less of that. But in a normal season, any given game might not hold that much drama and it might not be that important in the grand scheme of things but on a get on a day-to-day -day operation coming down to coors field one of the great things is uh that i i don't think there's really a an equivalent to this in other sports is getting to watch batting practice getting to come mm -hmm. you basically if you decide to show up early you get mm -hmm. a free home run derby uh, as a part of your going to a regular season baseball game and those can be more or less entertaining depending on who's in town, but showing up early, walking around the ballpark. There's all kinds of great stuff at, at Coors Field. You can go and throw the baseball and see how fast you can throw. You can go, you know, there's all kinds of cool stuff there for kids, people on up. So hanging around uh, the ballpark ahead of time, watching BP uh, is, is a great opportunity to just take in another form of the, the game of baseball that I think is really great. Um, you, you know, and the, 
Coors Field is obviously amazing. There's all kinds of stuff there. You can get one of the great things about it that isn't true everywhere is you can get in for super cheap. Uh, you know, you can get rock pile tickets for four dollars if you're a senior citizen. I believe you can get rock pile tickets for a dollar. Uh, for, for kids the, too. Uh, for kids, uh, for people in the military. Kids are a dollar. Yeah. So like, why make it anything at that point? <laughs> I know. I know. Why even, there was a time I believe for the first five or ten years of Coors Field, rock pile tickets were free, and that spirit sort of lives on, right? And and I think that's a great, great element of it. You can get into the game for super cheap. Obviously, you can't buy anything inside for super cheap, but you know, be prepared beyond that. <laughs> um, but whether whether you want to go hang out on the party deck and you know you're in your early twenties yeah. and you hang out and party and drink and sort of have the game be a background or drink a lot. You want to get you can drink a <laughs> lot of about you, on that, that party. Can drink deck. a lot on that party deck. It's a fun time. And then for me, the the drunchies after. There's a lot of good food in the yeah. in the chorus field, especially some of the brats and. And all of those peanuts stations. and cracker jacks. Yeah, one of the one of the nice cracker jack. Not to <laughs> no. I know. Well, there's more than there's more I, than one available, right? I, like, I thought about flying right by it. Such a pedantic baseball thing. I just did. <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah, and and then another one of the great things about going to a baseball game is the the sort of looseness of the time. So you can see the fact that you're probably going to have to be there for like four hours as a downside. But if that's what you're doing with your day. If that's what you've decided to go out and do, it's nice to have a sport where you can get up, move around in the middle. You can go talk. You can talk to people. You can have a conversation. You can talk about the game. That there's plenty of space for all of that involved. You can move around. Not that I know anyone who's done such a thing, but if you happen to have bought rock pile tickets and you really just want to walk around the ballpark all game and stand from different perspectives and watch the game, get some food over here, get a drink over there. You can see the field from the concourse. You don't have to ever sit down in your seat at Coors Field. Go straight to that party deck, baby. Oh, yeah, right. party deck, too. 100%. Oh, also, the party deck, uh, you know, that's I, I know a lot about the party deck life. Um, <laughs> you can, if you go in early, I think, and you have a party deck ticket, you get beers half off. They're smaller, Ooh. but you get them half off. Wait. I think they're like $4. They're like this big. Wait a minute. They're half but, off, but they're half size. That's full price. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no. They aren't. They aren't. Wait a minute. It's been a long time since I went to a Rob game. It's been way too long since we watched baseball yeah, at a stadium. Ditto. No, okay. They're half off, but they're full price until first pitch, nope. and then you also get like a deal on your ticket uh, for like four dollar coupon for food or anything like that. So mm. there's other values to the the roof deck. There's a lot of good deals you can find. There actually is relatively good food for cheap if you know how to find it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, in general, there's just decent food. The Helton Burgers are good. The barbecue out there by the Ooh. Helton Burger is one of my favorite spots to go get some food. Uh, the, the options are great. The ballpark is gorgeous. It's in a beautiful part of town so that the second you walk out, you're in the middle of everything. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it's a great place to take in a baseball game, and obviously I'm a big fan of taking in baseball games. So, you know, I, I think it's a, a pretty phenomenal experience as okay. far as taking in a game, yeah. Kale's helping me out. I think it's 12-ounce beers. So it is smaller than the okay. regular right. size beer, right. but it's not it's half that we of get it. this math right. You know, just in case some people need it, uh, need the drinks in a year when we can go back Oh, to I sleep. can't wait. Oh, one year from <laughs> Don't now. Don't forget this. Don't the forget one, this advice. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, remember this. Uh, the one thing I want to say is, as a, a potential downside, again, I kind of mentioned the time or whatever, but you, you, anytime you go to a baseball game, if you want to see it conclude, you know that there's a chance you may be stuck there for a while because... Bring sunscreen. Yeah, games can go, obviously, forever into extra innings. Um, and Do you like baseball, Drew? Are you I love it. Okay. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Uh, but you the, way you're talk, the way you're talking, it sounds like the baseball is like the worst part. Of the, the baseball is yeah. the, the well. best part. Um, the other best thing is you get just. to see a game that takes place over this huge, expansive space. And that's one of the things I love about baseball, too, that the other sports feel a little more contained to me, where baseball is this big, wide open thing. Um, and, you know, you can get 50,000 people into Coors Field. And, and when that place is packed, it bumps as hard as anywhere in town. Uh, it's it's insane. It, it doesn't always get packed like that. But, um, and Look, yeah. Your mom and, chimed in. Rock pile fan. Oh, and you baby. would think those seats would be terrible with how cheap and how far away they are. But they're not. They're really There's, not bad, no. There are some bad seats in Coors Field that nobody sits in anymore. Basically tucked in the far back right field corner. You don't want to be in there. Other than that, that's it. Those are the only bad seats in the house. And... Baseball is amazing, and so come and watch it. It's fun. Speaking of, as I've already said, 4th of July weekend like 50 times, um, the Rockies 4th of July oh. fireworks show is amazing. It's probably some of my best, some of my favorite like fireworks shows I've ever been to. And I think the coolest part is being able to be on the field. The I haven't best. had a chance to do that yet, but I've wanted to for so long. Um, it That's just a really cool experience. And then baseball at Coors Field is a little different than other other states in, in Philadelphia. It's not a state, but in the city of Philadelphia. Um, it's a state of mind. You, you tailgate baseball games. While for Coors, you have all of these awesome restaurants already. It's just in the heart of Denver. So you don't need to go into a parking lot and fully tailgate. Like, I, not just Philly. I know a bunch of um, different places. I think maybe Milwaukee. I don't know. Um, a few other places tailgate. Well, with Coors Field, you've got Blake Street Tavern right there, Cherry Cricket. You've got a Sports Column. You've got so many different bars over there to just pregame, have fun, and then head over to the baseball game. Yep. It's in an actual neighborhood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these ballparks are not. The first time I went out to cover games at Dodger Stadium and tried to walk to the ballpark, I was like, what oh. the hell is this? <laughs> There's nothing here. There's and no cell service, and I have to walk up a giant hill. And who gave you a ride up the giant hill up Chavez Ravine, Drew? Tell it was us. Ian Desmond. Yep. Ian Desmond. Really? Ooh. Ian Desmond picked me up on the side of the street, saw me sweating through my clothes, <laughs> walking 30 minutes to get to Dodger Stadium, Look and pulled you. up in, a, in his SUV and just, hey, we're going Aww. to the same place. Man, it is a trick, bro. All the stories I've, I've heard there. of it's Ian a as, a hum- as a human being, he's just so nice always. Um, that's really cool. All right, AJ. Give me the abs fan experience. Tell me about it. What's the um, abs game experience like? I mean, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you show up to Pepsi Center, you, you watch the abs game, and then you get the hell out of Dodge. Yep. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, warm-ups are kind of lame to sit through, um, unless you have signs and all that, and you want to go pound on the glass and try and get a puck or a stick or something. Those people, the people who do that really like doing that. That's cool for them. Um, otherwise, watching warm-ups is one of those things that uh, 
<laughs> it's true. AJ doesn't look into this. Yeah. Until it's just said in the I, uh... As AJ goes, uh, you just watch the game. That's yeah, I mean, the, the to be honest with you, like uh, regular season atmospheres for NHL games, they vary so wildly from like, it's Wednesday night and Arizona's in town and you're just sort of doing this because you have to. to it's Saturday night and St. Louis is in town and you're fighting for the division and it's a 5 p.m. game and the place is rocking and it's a 3-2 game in the third period with two minutes left. And the whole building is standing up and you can't feel anything and it's just like, it's like pure energy and adrenaline. Yeah. And like, that's cool, but... It doesn't happen very often for regular season games, and that was kind of the scope we were keeping this in. As far as like tailgating and stuff, I don't really know what people do before games. I haven't, I haven't done the Avalanche fan experience in many, many years, so I don't know. Um, I, you know, I roll into the parking lot two hours early into the press parking lot and skip the traffic, and then dip into the back of the building and take the elevator upstairs and hide till the game starts. So. I feel like a few things that you missed out are we've got someone saying the pregame show is lit though. Don't forget about that. Yeah, um, like the, the the actual like entertainment, like when they when they get it going and they dim the lights and it's like five minutes to go and yeah. they have the they have the light show and they've got it all on the they use the the projector on the ice actually really well That's now. So cool. The first year they had it, it was very obvious they didn't have anybody that knew what to do with do with it, and they have since fixed that problem and they have really cool production now um when when they actually want to that third period i love it every time i know yeah. some people are like ah, i'm getting old it's getting old we i've seen it, it about a hundred times now so i'm i'm a little i'm a little on the iffy side i'm torn I've seen between it like 25 and i like, still love it this is a, i'm torn between this is a really cool tradition and if you haven't seen it it is badass and i see this every single game and i'm just like <laughs> I love got it. it. Like I got it, but like that's a privileged position, right? Like yeah. if you don't get to go to games very often, that third period thing with the um, with the who, with the lights, it's and the who, it's yeah. so cool. And like I, what, what doesn't what doesn't get old is that part is is the fans with the flashlights on and like the lights all go down and it's cool because I always watch the the the, the writers <laughs> from other cities. Who were like, what the hell is going on? What's <laughs> happening here? And like that part is really cool because they're like, oh, this is neat. And unless you unless you cover so the wild, wild, then you just think everything is bush league in Colorado, and you hate everything the abs do. <laughs> so. I, I also think another abs experience or hockey experience that other teams don't get is if you get tickets right around the glass, being able to like bang on it and like yes, if players you, if you bang way. on the glass, there's a special place in whatever afterlife's not good place just for you. Uh, <laughs> see there, Allie. I haven't banged uh, on it. I haven't banged so, on it, but I think that's cool when I see I, them bang it. If there's nothing more, and it happens during the playoffs more than anything because they put the mics right there, where you get that guy right behind the net. Like, they go back, the defenseman comes back, he has the puck right behind the net, he resets, and some clown stands up and just starts going ham on the glass, and all you hear is, and you're just... AJ, this is how you... Somebody beat that man! (laughs) This is how you know you're going to come back. Uh, in the next life as a gorilla in a zoo and ch- little children are going to be pounding on the glass all day. Dude, uh, I, 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 I hate, I hate uh, 
And I am consistent throughout life. I do not like that noise. I don't like when people <laughs> bang on stuff. I don't like like really loud, like sharp noises like that. It hurts my brain. It does not sit well with me. And people who bang on the glass deserve a thorough beating in public. Except for all of those that are listening and uh, commenting along right yeah, now. Those yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know that those are always road fans, so it's cool. Oh, if you're uh, an Avs fan that does that, I still put, love you. Put them in a room with the people that start the wave. Oh. Okay, I don't even want to get going with the wave because this is some, this is some fun-hating nonsense. <laughs> Did I bring it up on my um? What was I gonna say? Remember when the glass broke from somebody that banging on last it? Year, I think? Which time? Someone. Man. It barely looked like they banged on it. It honestly looked like they touched it and it shattered. Yeah. And the woman wow. was literally like, <laughs> "And that's what <laughs> you get. <laughs> Don't touch it. Not for you, lady. <laughs> that is not for you. All right. It is for it is for grown men to throw other grown men in. Yeah." Here. It is not for you to stand up and slap it, okay? Yeah, it's meant to be. It's meant to have a, a little <laughs> hardened vulcanized really rubber might, like, fired into boom. it over and over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when Eric Jonah broke the glass in Anaheim with his slap shot, that was awesome because he looked superhuman that day. It, it, like, it, it was less awesome because it took them an hour to fix it. Because yeah, that's, that's the unawesome part. Incompetent, but that's life. <laughs> we learned a lot about their staff day, that day. <laughs> But no, like Hold there on, are great things about uh, about Avs games that are actually yeah. awesome. Like the the little noises, like when they come back off of uh, a penalty kill and they have like the Mario power up noise. Like that's cool. You know, there's a lot I of like little one. quirks about stuff that that is actually cool about Avs games. But it's just for a regular season game, it the the experience can vary so wildly. From this is the most amazing time I've ever had to okay that happened. Yeah, I'm glad that's I'm glad this is over. <laughs> and I don't Sweet know that mercy. I don't know that there's maybe the NBA is the only one where I think it has that same level of variance because there's not the same like going to baseball. There's there's something magical I think anyway about being in a baseball stadium just just being there and taking it all in. There's just something very different about that atmosphere than any any of the other sports. I think part of it is because every single baseball field is different. And and yeah. all of the basketball and it's hockey, of it. it's part of it. It's part of it. I think a lot of basketball and hockey and football stadiums can feel very similar. Can, can, well, yeah, true. They are especially true. once you're inside. Uh, certainly compared to baseball, where they all look yeah. way different from each other, and sometimes are even dramatically different sizes. I feel like it gives it, like whenever you're at a baseball field, you are standing in a place that this is the only place that's like it. This is the only place that's exactly like this, and yeah. I think that's part of it. Some of it may just be the 150-year-old tradition of baseball and the way we've been waxing poetic about and it forever. And the 150-year-old people who are still sitting there in the stands watching it. Eating, eating Cracker oh, Jacks. I you were going to say running it. <laughs> well, both, man. That is not um, a young some, audience at those games. No, it's not. Someone, and it's it's going off on our in our comment section right now on the stream, <laughs> say it ain't so is an awesome tradition go. that Avs fans have now taken and that's normally in the third period right yeah i mean that's well i would love for that to continue but it's like it, it happened for like 10 games this year so let's like and it was it, awesome and i bet it, it created will be. at least like, one abs fan my let's, girlfriend let's, is now an abs fan because of that just <laughs> i want to build that up we build that up even more and i think that would be it's going to be a really cool it's just one more feather in the cap 
please look at the comment section. They're singing it line by line. <laughs> I can't see the comment thing. section. All I see is really? privates. Yeah, I oh. can't see live comments. I'm so sorry, guys. Well, they, just yeah. so you know, it's say it ain't so, I will not go. And it's just line by line going. Um, I mean, when we were well, our watches, everybody was singing along. It was awesome. True. Yeah. All right. I have this video. I don't, we don't have to watch the whole thing of it, but this is for people watching a little bit of the experience in that third period. It's so cool. Oh. <laughs> where's, my li where's my lighter? <laughs> I'm not sure if this was during the playoffs that I recorded this one. Oh, this is from your record. You recorded this. Yes, oh, yeah. this is my property. Personal Look at these thing. seats, Allie. Oh, my. Yeah. You've seen this a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's been a minute, though, AJ. It has been a minute. Yeah. They really take their time to get into it, huh? Yeah, they really did. <laughs> Slow start. It only feels that way because we're doing right it live. Now. We're doing it live! Lindsay goes, OMG, I've never wanted hockey back more. Why are you teasing us? That's what we do here. Let's... Are we going to watch this whole thing? No, <laughs> no we don't have to. But I just thought it would be cool with the lights for people who may not it watch very it. Cool. It's very it's cool. Okay. That is cool. Word. That was Anyways, neat. I miss hockey. And AJ's rant the other day of missing hockey, or I don't, I wouldn't consider it a rant, but uh, that was amazing. I just I missed it. For it to be bad. <laughs> we were just talking about it, and it just swelled up in my chest, and I had to talk about it. <laughs> uh, all right, before we move on to football and basketball game day experiences, oh. My my uh, Siri just keeps popping up on my computer, and let me tell you guys how annoying that is. Um, like I said earlier, we recorded bets daily um, earlier today and talked a lot about bets you should be taking this weekend on DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Dre, uh, give us a few that you'll be taking this weekend. Yeah, we got the Wolves against Arsenal. You're getting them um, in the plus 140s. That's a nice little bet for Saturday. We'll see if RK's Wolves can continue that streak. And then 4th of July, you'll be watching the yep. hot dog competition. You can get the Let's odds go. boost for Joey Chestnut to break the record plus 200 to hit 75 or more. Yes. You want to be rooting for the record. On That's 4th right. of July, you'll be watching. Your stomach might feel ill while you're watching. <laughs> and you want to have money on this. So go and get yes. those bets on yeah. the, uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So we, do, we, do we think – I asked this last night on DNBA. Do we, do we feel that Joey Chestnut is still in his prime? That's yes. what they talked about that on Bet's Daily. Is he, they, is he, no is he still No pushing. one's replacing him yet. Totally. He's still in his prime. We've been hyping this up all week on the Avs show. I'm okay. ready to see some history. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's, Let's watch some dudes eat hot dogs. Oh, baby. How long would it take you? How long would it take each of you to eat 74 hot dogs? The rest of my life. Have. Yeah, forever Literally, more. <laughs> I would not be able to. <laughs> I'd be throwing up. Yeah. 10 days and I need a month off after. <laughs> thinking about it makes me sick to my stomach. Would you eat? Would you 
you be able to eat even one hot dog if somebody first dunked the bun into a Dude. into water? No. <laughs> the no, I would not. <laughs> Uh, AJ, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tune in if, if that's a, if that, if that mention uh, get, got that reaction out of you. Maybe just check the uh, box score after it's over. <laughs> I'm just, right, it's just so, different to watch somebody else do something versus like doing it yourself of it. <laughs> and being like trying to imagine yourself going through that process. Where why do they make them dunk the why, like? Why do they eat the bun? What, what's the well, charade there? Literally, dog. what some of our family members were saying earlier. They're like, "Why would you dunk <laughs> it in water or lemonade?" Well, I understand like the like to, to get it down faster, but like, why yeah. even make them eat the bun? Just make them eat the go for the just the dog. Come on, that's the game. To make life harder. What's dude. gonna make it harder? <laughs> yeah, Come that's on. the game. Are you a competitive eater? Or are you an amateur eater? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, All right. Really. So we've got we've got the hot dogs down. What about Premier League? We have some people in the comments talking about Premier League. Uh, do you have? Oh, you said Wolves, Wolves. over Arsenal. Wolves. Sorry, you you can parlay the three big favorites for Saturday: Chelsea, Manchester United, and you could sprinkle in Brighton, and you get like a plus two thousand. You know, I love putting bets like that and telling my wife like, hey. If we win this, we're making a hundred bucks off my five dollar bet, but it never happens. <laughs> okay. um, She's like, we're losing five dollars. Right. Like, we're, so, yeah. we're having a nice date night, mm-hmm. and then Andre comes back in and is like, didn't happen. I need to borrow fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honey, what's our um, PayPal? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, listen to Andre's betting advice. They were on a heater for a while. Now I think it's sprinkled down a bit. But to hear more about what you should bet on this weekend, definitely check out the DNVR Bets Daily Show. And don't forget to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get your sign-up bonus. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Colorado only bonus comprised of a first Deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbooks for details. Sportsbooks. Sportsbook for details. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. They can help you out. Um, people are upset that I didn't play the the whole video. You know what, uh, guys? Come on, guys is this what you tune in for? <laughs> yeah, it was the throwback. They're reminiscing. So or just DM like, Allie; she'll send you. Yeah, the video. you should like, tweet it out, <laughs> Allie. Tweet it out for everyone. I'll, I'll tweet it out for everyone who's a bit upset about me just cutting it short. Um, Good we've lord, got... Eddie! You've already seen it four hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> the public announcer for the Avalanche, I think, is the best of all Denver sports. That was a comment on there. Someone said we have to watch all of it no we do not 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 true it's not happening (laughs) okay let's do basketball eric you go almost every pretty i would say every i go to every game i go to absolutely every every game game. i do i go to have the full experience so Mm -hmm. tell us about it I, unlike AJ, do have the fan experience at Pepsi Center. I'm glad we did not go to me last because it is probably the most underwhelming game day experience (laughs) in all of Denver. I can't really sugarcoat it. You really just need to, like, there's not a lot around the Pepsi Center. You can go to Brooklyn's and get a beer or so. Um, The games themselves, like, are awesome. 
downstairs. Yeah, you can go to Breck. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the games themselves, like, it, it, they work really nicely in concert with a work schedule because they're, like, on at 7 at night. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you get off work and then you run over to Tailgate to see a Nuggets game on a Tuesday in February. Um, so the... I would say, like, getting to the arena, the outside of the arena experience, not necessarily something that I would uh, tout <laughs> mm. as, as a highlight of, of, of uh, Nuggets Day. Um, once you get in the arena, you know, the Nuggets in the last several years have introduced their drum line. Um, mm, so they'll have cool. those guys out in, like, the grand atrium, and oh. they'll, be, you know, they'll be banging away, and so that, like, really Very reverberates loud. throughout. Yeah, yeah, so you get, like... If there is a game, um, I mean, it's a lot. Obviously, uh, it, this shares a lot with uh, the Avalanche in that they play in the exact same place, and it's the same ex- experience. Um, so, <laughs> so you, I mean, you can get like if it's a if it's a big game, you can t- definitely feel it um, when you get in. Like you can feel the crowd sort of buzzing. Um, not always the case, um, but it, like at the same point in time, um, if you like basketball, like. It's always awesome. It's always awesome to go in uh, ahead of time. You can watch the guys, you know, shooting uh, in their their layup drills. Not that exciting, but sometimes Jamal Murray will just get on a heater and he'll just make like nineteen threes in a row, and then the game and will start. then the game starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He'll make zero of nineteen in the game, but um, it is it is hilarious. Like you watch, you'll show up early and you'll be like. Is Joel Embiid just like drilling threes from half court? Like, like every one of these guys can shoot the basketball, and it's um, and it's fun to just like watch them mess around and uh, go, you know, do some some super duper slam dunks and stuff in warm up. Um, nice during the super game slam dunks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> during That's the how game, we're talking now. yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Um, during the game, it's. Um, a little repetitive if you go often i'll say that i'll say they don't they don't necessarily change her up uh, game by game <laughs> so d- even uh, pause the music the dj's got a pretty pretty hard set playlist he likes to go to to <laughs> start up every game so you get to get <laughs> some old faves okay, get like eric you're really selling like, <laughs> really but i'm telling you like yeah. i'm telling you like it, it's nearly it's really not about the game day experience it's about the game the game itself is awesome and like when you're inside of the pepsi center and things are going and popping and flying off like the construction of a dome allows for again like the reverberation of sound so mm. it can really like amplify and get compounding interest on your cheering um i always go with people and there are like certain little things that you're supposed to say after a basket like after a turnover and to me they're just second nature so like kyle speller the in-game announcer would be like who's ball and i'm like nuggets ball and the person next to me is like oh uh our oh I, <laughs> nuggets ball there's like <laughs> oh my god the last game i went to was uh the last game the last nuggets game at the pepsi center march 9th they were playing the who are they playing any anyways there's a bunch of fans from the team behind us and um they were listening and every time the nuggets hit a three it's like one two and then the fans have to say three three. but they the fans around us weren't really yelling three and so they were like what is this one two (laughs) it was a three-pointer like what is going on and so they started doing like saying it making fun of it just yelling Uh one two and we turned around and we're like actually if you listen it's three and they're like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's a pretty common joke you hear for people that don't attend the, the games. They're like, okay, they're they make like fun cool. of one, two, three often. Yeah. So there's a lot of like little things that you're supposed to say, um, which is, uh, you know, fun for me. I enjoy it each and every time. Um, but, you know, if you're looking for like the, re- if you like have one sport to plan the day around and you're looking for the whole mm. experience, you may want to avoid the Pepsi Center. <laughs> <laughs> the AJ nods. <laughs> I think uh, it's just I think true. we talked about it last time. I think uh, the Nuggets halftime show is pretty entertaining. I also uh, yeah. like watching the uh, Avs because they have sometimes like the little kids and their little their little pads and everything trying to skate around the ice, and mm-hmm. that's entertaining. But Nuggets halftime show has a bunch of good acts. Yeah, um, you, sometimes like, you get Red Panda if it's so. There's like national acts. Like if you you know it's like a, a a good game if you get Red Panda involved. She's like the lady that kicks the balls under her head. <laughs> But you know oh, she's yeah. reserved for the she's reserved for the top. The top games. That. <laughs> That's when Eric gets excited on his way. To the, well, like, to be honest, it's like, red panda night. Yeah, yeah, it's a red panda night. It's a red panda night. <laughs> Let's go. But the thing is, yeah, the thing is, the is that court, the half court uh, shot, which I know you love that, Eric. Oh, I report on it every game. I I view it very. <laughs> Very clear. I mean, it's very obviously a harbinger for things to come. If Rocky drills that thing right off the bat, I'm like, let's go home. This game's won. We're wrapped up. I know we're down 25 right now, but this thing's like, we're going to win this thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So it's it's good times. But I never see the halftime show because I always go to the perch now anyway. You guys go to these games so regularly. You all sound like uh, like uh, 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 the son of one of the players who's so kind of forced to go to every game. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is what happens, and I listen to these songs. I've seen it like fifty times. I you need to, to rename the, the yeah. during this routine. Uh-huh, and, yeah. But you know, in the can, I think that's maybe the best regular season atmosphere if the game is good and the matchup is good. So yeah. the stands are already full. You're playing mm. against competition, and it's actually close till the end. Things can get really popping. And I, I love the warm-ups at Nuggets game. I remember going as a kid to see J.R. Smith. Oh, yeah. Oh, it my was, God. He would just back up and back up and back up. And then he'd do these insane threes and, like, 360 dunks sprinkled in. It was like watching a Martian because then they're all so big, too. It's like, how are they so big and so skilled? I've never seen anything like this. And then you know you've gone to three hundred Nuggets games. And yeah, yeah. You should really rename this. Uh, you should rename this uh, podcast "Privilege on Display." Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. All right. Well, let's finish off with football. So this is the winner of all kinds. Of all, I mean, this, of is, all kinds. this is a, this is a runaway winner for this this whole. I know. What were we supposed to do? There, I say. What AJ and I stood no chance. I think the barrier of entry oh. is the toughest in football. It's the biggest pain to get to and commit to. And just like sometimes if the game isn't great, you're stuck in this crowded place and everyone's kind of moving around. Going to privilege. Um, And it's like like whether it's Folsom or Mile High. I'm sorry, guys. It sucks to get to the stadium. It sucks to find parking. But then, you know, you can enjoy. It doesn't suck if you scooter. Yeah, I guess. You're just moving past people, flying by. You're scootering from downtown to Folsom. That's how you do it. You've got your boulder connections and you're flaunting them. (laughs) (laughs) But no, then the atmosphere, once you get there, the in-stadium atmosphere can't be beaten is the most consistent of all because people are in it. It's on the weekend. Oh, AJ Um, doesn't 
with you. They're mostly drunk already. Hell yeah, um, they that are. Really That's a like point. Football yeah. has a huge advantage in that, boys. Like, it, it's like a canoeing, you know? Everyone's drunk <laughs> doing it. And that's part of the fun. Um, and I I'm, think that's why I don't know I'm that Andre's ever canoed. Because <laughs> I'm alive to tell the story. Uh, you might have a point. Um, I that's I feel like there are certain teams in different uh, states and cities that get a bad rap on their fan base. But I think as the NFL in general, just have rowdy fans because they're all getting hammered. Heck yeah, they are. And so people, and I've told the story before, I know Philadelphia fans are a lot, but I also got booed and thrown crap at from Broncos fans as I was leaving the stadium. So the Broncos were up like 57 to 10. Our and bad. I was already sad. And I was, so I think it's NFL fans in general just get really rowdy on Sundays. I Professor Dre, the math magician, how did you just gloss over tailgating? I, I thought I mentioned tailgating. That's you the, just mentioned how difficult it was to get into the stadium. After right? you get there, then you have the enjoyable experience of being able to tailgate. And well, that's, you, how could you just give that like that little lip service? Well, oh, yeah, I mean, tailgating. And then it sucks to get I don't there. think you were listening. I, I mentioned that. <laughs> You're probably right about that, actually. Part of the <laughs> now, it's not Milwaukee where they tailgate you know, on their way to work Monday through Friday, but it's still it's, it's tailgating nonetheless, and it's enjoyable, and there's a variety of activities you can do. We were doing tailgates for a yeah, minute. Yeah, I was gonna there say, you came to the DMVR tailgate. You had a great time. We took a lot of fireball shots and shotguns, some red brews, and all that. Yeah, yeah. If you've if you've ever dreamed to yourself, I wonder what it'd be like to have Eric sidle up next to me and give me a side hug. Come to one of our uh, tailgates. You'll find out exactly what that feels like. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a lot of people in the comments, and I have a, a few haters on this podcast, oh, so I don't boy. really want to bring it up. Oh, but oh, we've boy. got a lot of people saying Buffs, tail, Buffs oh, game day boy. over Broncos. Run, Ralphie, run. You're about to witness the greatest tradition in college sports. Oh, my God. It's, it's, up, it's up there, I'd say. It's up. I, and frankly, yeah. I enjoyed the old mile high better. Now, maybe that's because my, my grandpa had been a season ticket holder Wait. forever and he'd take me and, you know, he's sitting next to the people he knows and sees every Sunday and they kind of take you in. And I just there was a, a much nicer vibe to the uh, to the old mile high. I'll just say I love Buffs tailgates and I love Folsom Field so much. But when you when you live in Boulder, it's obviously easier living in Denver, just scootering, like I was saying, to um, Mile High is so nice. Tailgates, like you really don't have to worry as much. But the Saturday, being able to really experience the tailgates is a little better than Sundays where you got work the next day. Um, but so how, do we agree? We all agree. Drew hasn't said much since then. Is football the winner of best game day experience, or is Rocky is baseball a little bit in there as well, or is it football? We're we're out on this, AJ. We're For <laughs> regular season, I'll concede. You two already said you're out, so that's why I'm saying that. Can I say baseball? I think it's glorified so much, but oh, if you guys go to a Coors Field game. It's like being at the park. Everyone's on Instagram, not paying attention to the yeah. game. No one's rooting the team. Like, wake up. Wake up, people at Coors Field. You're not at the park. There's plenty of parks in town. You're literally at the ballpark. <laughs> so angry. No, I love the rocks, pal. That's like being in, in a European, like, ultras section. You know, it's got that. It's got that same dangerous Go vibe off, sis. Oh, wow. Yeah, pay attention at- to the game. God. 
I was at Chavez okay. Ravine. They pay in other stadiums, they pay attention to the actual baseball. People can't, people live and die by every pitch. They're not like, oh, something happened. I guess it's the seventh inning. Time to take a lap around the park again. Oh. This, is, Wake up. this is such garbage. Shut up. Give AJ. Give AJ the This is so nonsense. Give AJ. Like no, no. Like Andre. Andre is totally correct in that. Like the attention span of Rockies fans is like it's like that long. <laughs> like it's like maybe two full innings. And is that the fault of having to... a party deck? Like, go to a baseball game anywhere, and that's just baseball now, man. Go to good. You went to Chavez Ravine, oh, what, like one time, and they were paying attention? <laughs> yeah, it was in the last five years when they've been winning the division constantly. <laughs> like, get out of here. Oh, yeah, imagine be, that. The team that's here. won the division Pressure for an entire decade in a row has fans that give a shit. I wow. say, it was a Kershaw night. It's like, like, try to just try to imagine what it's like being a Rockies fan. Like, the self-loathing you have to go through to even get to Coors Field. Oh, uh, that's and not true. You're, and now you're not gonna, true. And now you're going to, like, throw all these people under the bus. No, no, like, no. Like, Coors Field rocks, dude. These are rocks. Coors, Coors Field is awesome to go to. And just because the game lends itself to you being able to multitask yeah. all game long, <laughs> that's baseball's fault. Not game baseball. Like, it's, not, it's not baseball fans. That's just how they are, man. AJ, that is how they go. you're not paying attention to something, you're not multitasking. You're ignoring something in, oh. in for something else, which is your phone, <laughs> which you can look at anytime you want. I'm going to ask Kate about this. <laughs> These this aren't gonna, real. We're going we're gonna to record this, These and I'm going to send this to Kate fans. and ask her about multitasking. Well, you guys want to know what, you okay. know what I think? <laughs> well, <laughs> the multi, you know, that that's a very divisive argument in all families. So I, I don't want to give that to my wife he right now. <laughs> he does not want that in But here. these are self-deprecating Rockies fans. These are people who don't care about the game and they True. should stay. Out. Go to the park and drink beer. Stay out. Oh, of our no, Andre. This, this is where you're wrong, Andre. This is where um, you're wrong. I might agree with him on that. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Plus. If you're not going to care about the game, why are you going to? Right. To give them money to give to continue so they can give it to Nolan Arenado. Yeah, or, that's definitely they definitely care about Nolan Arenado's. They don't, but we do. They would like we want them exactly. in the seats, and then they and then we could pay Nolan Arenado's lofty salary requirements. I don't think we've had a non-spicy, feisty Friday in like months since like quarantine started. That's because we don't have sports. We're all pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> There's no sports, man. It's kind of true. Literally, this is, arguing is our new sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Drew, before you were rudely interrupted, <laughs> you were saying. I agree saying. with everything everyone just said. Actually, <laughs> believe it or not, I actually agree with everything that everyone just said. You understand how that makes me crazy, right? Like, <laughs> no, Dre's got a point. There's a lot of people that either one show up to the baseball game and pay no attention to it. Or two, a lot of times just the general fan base doesn't show up at all. I can recall vividly games late in 2017 and 2018, pivotal late season games, a team on the run, a team that would make the postseason, and the stands were half empty for no discernible reason. And that stuff is super frustrating. I do agree with AJ's points that the game kind of allows for a lot of laziness and 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 i agree with eric's point that bring them all in i don't care if they're watching the game or not i prefer they were and it is why i do prefer those games when uh, people 
are paying super close attention. It is depressing when some of those feel like they're packed with Cubs and Giants and Dodgers fans, and those guys are paying attention. AJ makes a good point, though, about how, of course, Dodger fans are more invested in every single game that they play because they've won the division five years in a row, and they can expect good things yeah. to happen when they get invested. Oh. And, and it, it can be so brutal in baseball when you're not. But, you, you know, so you guys were talking about Dre's thing about going to the can when the teams are good and the games are good and it's packed. Oh, yeah. That's oh, not yeah. always the case at Coors Field. In fact, 90% of the time it's not. But when the game is good and it's packed and people are paying attention, and I have been at those games where people finally mm-hmm. can bother to care, right. that's a sports experience that I don't think you can beat. So I will concede the regular season of football on that ground, mm-hmm. but I would fight having covered a couple of postseason baseball games in my – there is there is nothing. Before we go to postseason. Nothing like it. Don't. Now AJ and I are going to – now, now the fight shifts between me and AJ, but – Nothing like it. Okay, so we all agree regular season football in general, college ba- uh, college uh, uh, professional football yeah. is the best sports game day experience. Definitely Ralphie. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Thank you. As we had Ruto on here last week with Eric fighting about how Ralphie it was unimportant and a joke and whatever. Whoa. Same story. Well, I was, no, no, we were no. saying we were saying oh, Ralphie no. was not the not mascot. A mascot. He's not the mascot. <laughs> he's not, not a mascot. He's Wait, what is on every team? What is on every Chip isn't on anything. What is every still the logo mascot. that he's... we have? It's Ralphie. That's the logo. No, it's a oh, Ralphie. Uh, oh. Would you? Would you? Finding. Who's the Broncos uh, mascot? No, who cares about Air Force football, man? But who's, who, who would you? Who would you say? Who would you say is the Broncos mascot? Miles. Lindsay's yeah, out here saying that CSU tailgating, nothing like it. Uh, okay, I, she was gonna get mad if I didn't put the comment up and say that I was just because I'm a Buffs fan. I didn't put the comment up, so I put it up. There you go, Linz. Before yeah, we I get don't, to playoffs, I don't like it. If you if you want to if you want to get excited about Ralphie, you have to also get excited about Thunder at the Broncos games. Okay, well Thunder's dope, so that's I don't have. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like, if you, if you if you observe. Thunder as the Broncos mascot, then Ralphie is the CU Buffs mascot. But if you say Miles is the Broncos mascot, then Chip is the... the, uh... Apparently you did this last week. I don't care about any of this. All I want to know is like... Why are you? Well, I want to know, like, because you keep shaking your head at like Ralphie being like a cool tradition or whatever. Like, what is CU's tradition? Is it just getting super hyped up to lose? Or because like I'm okay with CU losing every single home game because Ralphie is awesome. <laughs> like what is what is CSU's thing? Like does CSU? They, does we CSU also have, have a we have a, a live animal. We trot yes. up and down. Live Nobody animal. cares about Cam. Exactly. You just <laughs> said it. <laughs> But we could. Nobody cares about Cam. From well, listen. Person. Here's the thing about CSU is Ram. that like, this CSU is, a is more. This is a here's the thing. That is the thing. running and charging and needing people to make sure he doesn't just she doesn't go ape. Yeah. Shit. First off, you guys have a a, a bison masquerading animal. as a buffalo. Second off, CSU could, by all rights, get a mountain goat. Which is a larger animal, which would be more interesting to try to. Down. But we are a humane school that is oh agriculturally God. based, oh so we have a, we have an actual ram that's a that's Cut a sheep, a smaller <laughs> animal. We don't have to have ten guys 
like ram him down. You think Ralphie wants to be out there? Ram him down. She lives a great life. Oh, does she? Okay. I didn't realize what There we go. Peta out of here. All right. Much better. I just want to clarify that my position is that live animals are not mascots and people in costumes are none of the rest of that. Please don't attribute whatever Eric was going. That's my name. Okay. Eddie needs to let this Air Force thing go. Yeah. Let me get to the next segment. <laughs> Before we finish up, you, I need a beer after yeah. all of this. My yeah. voice is going to be like gone. I don't know. All right. Before we finish up, go check out Green Mountain Dental Group and clean and take care of your teeth. If you get uh, an x-ray cleaning in an exam at Green Mountain, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. I am up in the mountains and I didn't bring my Sonicare toothbrush with me and I brought a regular toothbrush and let me tell you, it's a stupid, stupid mistake because it just doesn't feel like your teeth get as clean as they do with the, I brought Eric back. Are you ready to be in a toothbrush? <laughs> you, you had a timeout, you took a minute, we're ready. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, in, I, in that minute, I realized the, the fault of mine of recognizing the truth of CU football. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Oh, no. Don't Dude, forget to so schedule. Bad. I am so. Don't forget to schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. Let them know that you heard it from us. And uh, yeah, they're awesome Denver sports fans. I bet you they agree with us about Ralphie. Well. And uh, yeah, it's for free. Sonicare toothbrush for free. Just schedule a cleaning x-ray exam. I got really confused and really thrown off guard because you guys are being so annoying. Um, Sounds right. <laughs> let's move on to playoffs. Now I understand why Drew booed <laughs> last Friday. <laughs> I, I acknowledge the moment it happened, I told him he was right to do it. So I... <laughs> okay. <sighs> Uh, we're not going to acknowledge this Nebraska comment? No. Okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> That's not what we do. Here. Are you surprised? Uh, all right. Game, playoff, game day experiences in a playoff atmosphere. For me, I'm going to give my take real quick. I think I love football playoff games, but they like there's more fans and it's like more, more hyped. But it's pretty much the same as a regular season. There isn't as much energy like i abs playoff games being at the pepsi center there's nothing that can beat that feeling maybe college football playoffs like i i haven't experienced that so i really don't know maybe that's amazing um but i would say that i love football but it's pretty much the same except a little more energy uh playoff hockey is just there's nothing like it so i i would say playoff hockey for sure wins on the best game day experience and we're good. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Put a bow on it. <laughs> Drew, you're shaking your head. Playoff baseball is fun. It's a, it's more people come out for it. The energy, it's a lot better. I just, there's nothing that has given me more goosebumps than being at the Pepsi Center with all the white little pom poms going and the abs going onto the ice. Like it is just like, oh, wow. Holy shit. That's just like all you can say to when you're in that atmosphere. Right. So you've been to one postseason baseball game and it was 30 mm. degrees outside and raining and the Rockies got one hit, right? I also went to a Phillies one, which Ooh. they ended up winning the World Series. Getting misty-eyed over here, all that poetry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. No, let 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 AJ make the slam dunk case, and then I'll do what I can to make the case for what's going to be the more difficult one. But let's let's get all the hockey stuff on the table at first. Because you don't want to go just... eight mile on him first. Sorry, sorry, man. There's <laughs> yeah, MC, MC Gargle got to put it away. We uh, <laughs> oh honestly, wow. we we don't. There's just there's nothing there's nothing like it, man. The there's there's something brilliant and fascinating about the pitch by pitch drama of baseball, and how yes, every anything can happen, right? Like you're you're on your seat, but like there are only x number of outcomes like that 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 can take place with every pitch. You would right? think like that. you you a guy a guy gets a hit, mm-hmm. a guy doesn't. And then sometimes the ball goes in crazy places, and then we get into the weird stuff that baseball gives you. But I mean, should we go through every scenario was, on a given? No, <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, like if if you're down if you're down five nothing, and there's sure. a guy up at, at at the at the plate, you're just kind of like cool, 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 cool. And even not in a postseason game, but keep going, keep going. It, Yes, no. it is in a postseason game. You straight lying to yourself. Not, not blowouts. Blowouts not. in both hockey and baseball are bad. Yeah. They so suck to sit through in the postseason. Yeah, yeah but in but hockey, in if hockey, you're down five nothing in hockey in the third period, you're dead. If you're down five nothing in the eighth inning or the ninth inning of a baseball game, you are absolutely one hundred thousand percent not dead. Go and find me how many times in baseball's postseason history a team has come back from a five run deficit. After the eighth inning, where where I think I, I have hockey winning is sudden death overtime, because it doesn't it, it doesn't exist in baseball. Like you can have the bottom half of an inning, but you go into that half of the inning knowing what needs to be done. Like if it's tied, you have to score one. If you're down by one, you've got to score one to tie it, and then you're right back to where you started. But sudden death hockey, and knowing that there are games that go two, three overtimes where any single shift the game can end on any kind of crazy bounce as we've seen over and over and over in the playoffs. Any bounce, any weird tip, you know, the the, the Vancouver Canucks went to the Stanley Cup Finals because a puck bounced crazily off a stanchion and bounced right out to a guy in the middle of the ice who shot it into a net because the goalie didn't know where the puck was. And a series ended on that. Like, it was insanity. And, like, the sudden, there's nothing more stressful. There's nothing quite like playoff hockey in overtime. Like, any, any, any of the, the, the things that you can say about regular, like, that, that you can say about playoff hockey when they're in regulation, you can apply to baseball. They're all, they're all, it's all very intense. It's all moment by moment living on a situation. Hockey just happens a lot faster. And so baseball allows that drama to build. But hockey, it's like it's like living through a live car crash that just doesn't stop. It's it's every second of it is insanely intense. And then you get into overtime and everything matters. Every puck clear, every icing, every little bit where those guys have to expend energy that they don't get back. And you get deeper and deeper and deeper into games. It all adds up. It's a it's it's a unique war of attrition that like baseball you have like crazy pitching situations right you get 14 or 15 innings deep and it's like oh my god what's gonna happen mm-hmm. but those are those are exceedingly rare whereas playoff hockey single overtime double overtime it's not it's just not that rare 
it's a pretty common thing, and there is nothing in the sports world that will stop your heart like overtime hockey in in the postseason. It's your whole season can live and die on that one moment. Yeah. And that one moment can last an hour. It can last 15 seconds. It's 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 utter chaos. There's nothing. There's just nothing like it. I like basketball. <laughs> I like that no, when Kawhi Leonard I, shot that shot. It bounced four times and went in. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. There is something. The but I, I, the unpredictability. Yeah, the unpredictability of hockey is is Dude, like the cre- like you just so don't know. Nice. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen at any moment. Yeah, I mean, there's like, in order to to build a comeback in baseball, like a lot of things have to happen, and like hockey, just a bad bounce. Exactly. Like you just don't. You have to pay attention all the time, which is its greatest strength and its greatest weakness. Um, but when it's really, really meaningful. Um, it's like it is true like you just don't know what to do with yourself you're not sure when you have to get hyper focused which is unlike football and baseball where there is a point of attack like there is a start and a stop um basketball the same way you have the ball you don't have the ball things can happen but yeah just the the wild unpredictability and the speed of hockey is such that when emotions get really deeply invested is like when you when you when you find yourself like having heart palpitations and i i I do uh, agree with that as well it's the living and dying on one goal, you know. One goal makes such a difference. You, you, it really kills you when your team gets scored on. You just explode when you score a goal. It's that, you know, the, the one goal mattering so much, you really intensifies things. I think uh, there's, one, there's one tweet, the only good tweet in ex- the existence of Twitter, that says, why watch overtime playoff hockey when you can simply snort cocaine and ride a motorcycle out of a helicopter? And that's oh. that's where I'll leave it. We're giving uh, people in the comments here their PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, because it. Cygnus wanted to bring up the freaking 2014. Yeah. Psycho. <laughs> That was wild. Game seven. I still hear the ping in my sleep too yeah. soon. So Stop do I. PTSD. I'm having flashbacks. I can't, man. I'm literally twitching. I reacted the same way both times, which is nothing. Just sat there. Wow. Yes, this, is our, this is all going <laughs> okay. on in the comments. They're really I, I think these guys like really honestly need help. Should we? No, I literally <laughs> hear the ping from Nita Ryder's game seven goal in 2014 in my nightmares. That is wow. not an exaggeration. I actually do that. Yikes. It was right, such a traumatic life moment. Let's give you the floor. Oh, I have 2% battery on my computer. Um, let's give you the floor on your argument for baseball. Oh, you know, I, the, the thing for me is this. Like, yeah, I, I get that there. it's not about the pure adrenaline rush. So I, I can't – everything you guys said about hockey is 100% true. So I, And I obviously have never attended a playoff hockey game, so I don't want to make it – to be about like, well, that's not true about hockey. What I, I this is a little bit difficult to. I actually feel kind of the opposite of what Ali was saying before about how like baseball is completely out. I, the thing that makes it more interesting to me than than hockey is the lack of chaos. Is that there's less chaos that there's actually more control, particularly in the hands yeah. of the pitcher, and that what you do during a baseball game is think through. Every single thing that can happen, and every single that could, every single thing that could happen next, and in a postseason game, like 
you, that thought process happen, happens so much faster and so much more intensely. So I get why people don't think of watching baseball as an intense experience because I don't think most people watch baseball and sit there thinking about what pitch the pitcher is going to throw next, uh, what the hitter's looking for, what they're trying to do for the next inning, what they might, uh, you know, what this guy's strength has been throughout the game, whether or not he's got his good off-speed pitch to today. Those are all the super intense conversations that go into a baseball game that are heightened by the postseason atmosphere. And just like you were saying about one goal really kills you or, or you know, one the other way, it's the same thing with runs. Like some postseason games get high scoring, but for the most part, they're not. Last year was weird stuff. But, and, and again, it's like AJ saying there's only a certain number of outcomes that can happen, right? Well, <laughs> you, you would think that given the game of baseball, but one of the most important plays of last year's postseason was deciding whether or not a guy ran too far outside of the baseline or not. Uh, the Colorado Rockies, one of the most important games in the history of their franchise, the game one of the NLDS in 2007, was swung on a grand slam hit by Kazuo Matsui, who's hit like nine home runs in the entirety of his career. And so I, I think it does a disservice to the game of baseball to suggest that like it's this sport with all this downtime and then, um, and then the chaos, especially once the teams are that good. Once you're in the postseason, you, you've got the best pitchers in the world against the best hitters in the world. Like, it's such an up and down. So, like, where hockey, right, it's not what you guys are saying, is it takes you up here and then it leaves you there and it's floor, you know, pedal to the metal the whole way through. I think the reason why postseason baseball is so difficult on people who really are are in on every single pitch yeah. is the up and down, the up and down, the roller coaster of it. It's so difficult. And, it, and if you're following along and a guy can throw – 95 near perfect pitches in a game and if that 96th one is the only mistake he has and he does it at the exact wrong time that's the whole thing um base postseason baseball games are swung oftentimes on decisions that are made by the manager or the pitcher well before the ball is ever even thrown or put into play and so i think if I, I think, honestly, a, a lot of baseball media has done a poor job. Uh, so I'm going to take the blame here, not, not on me personally, but I, I don't think baseball media has done a great job of explaining to the casual audience, to the postseason audience that shows up, why this is fun and interesting beyond the results. You know, if a guy hits a big home run, that was awesome, and my team's up, and everyone gets excited. But for the real hardcore baseball fans to have watched the sequence of events that led to that home run and to do it in the postseason atmosphere – you know, to, to use one of AJ's phrases he was saying about hockey, which I was saying earlier about baseball, there's absolutely nothing like it. You take this thing that has been a marathon this entire time and you turn it into an insane sprint where you heighten the meaning of every single pitch. And it's true that every single pitch comes with it, a limited, num a limited number of potential outcomes, but that, that limit is like several thousand. Um, and it, it's your ability, it's the ability for your mind to play with all of those outcomes. Baseball is situational. That's what makes it great. It's about the situations. So postseason baseball isn't about, hey, the guy hit a big home run to win his team the game. The postseason baseball is about there's a runner on second and the bottom of the seventh. You've been up all game. 
Your starter's in the game. He's had 110 pitches. He's a lefty. He's been on the hill. He's been your guy all year. The bullpen's been a little bit shaking. You had to overwork him to get him to this point. Guy on second, big lefty back coming up. You don't want to take out your left-handed pitcher. Your best reliever's a righty. So now you go to him. Righty on the hill. Lefty at the plate. Tying run at second. Uh, potential go-ahead run at the plate. Here comes the pitch. That's what baseball is about it's not about a lot of this sounds crazy it's a lot of the drama isn't even about what happens when that guy lets go of the pitch it, your mind runs to all of the places that could happen this could be a double play that ends the inning and gets us off the field and we're awesome or this guy could hit a home run that screws up our whole day and changes our strategy from here on for the rest of this game maybe for the rest of this series uh and it's the strategy of it and i, and I think that's the big thing like it's 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 never going to hold up to hockey because hockey's excitement doesn't, it comes from the adrenaline and the chaos and that any moment things could happen. And baseball is all about sitting there and wondering what's going to happen next, planning as best as you possibly can. And then one thing happens and that changes everything and you have to do it all over again. And then you do that for four hours, 50,000 <laughs> people lot. screaming <laughs> at you. Yeah, and it's just, you feel like you've been physically beat up by the end of, of those long baseball games. And then, it, you know, I, and I get where I just coming from with the sudden death thing. And I, I would have to largely concede, except that the bottom of an inning, it like the fact the that the top came, of the inning didn't exist, you would have a point. It, yeah. You're, yeah. But, but the, the bottom of an inning, isolated in into it if, if i'm watching the game i'm not saying well the top of the inning just happened so i don't care if i'm watching the bottom of the 14th inning of two teams that have been playing each other for five hours who've thrown 300 pitches back and forth between them and one last pitch comes and on that pitch the game ends when nobody knew it would, that it could have there were 300 pitches before it where the came the game could have ended yeah a pitch is not the same thing as a shot on goal I this, so. give me two seconds give me two seconds eric has got to go to dnba show thank oh. you for hanging out with us thank you you can send me um, out in a hail of booze oh, <laughs> it was fun guys love you bye love have you. fun okay sorry i needed to I needed to send him off before before he left, but what were you going to say, AJ? That okay, that's great about the bottom of the of the fifteenth inning, but the second the puck drops at the start of playoff playoff overtime hockey, it's the bottom of the fifteenth inning the entire time. Right. No, the I, whole I, time. I, I know. I, I, Drew, I, I, I was I with you. I, I was with you. Your first overtime experience, and that was not playoff hockey even, and you were literally like, "What is?" What is well, going three, on? Three v three is so madness. Right. No, like three v three is a very, very different animal than five v five in the postseason. Where you're like, feeling, I have no idea. We we could be here for three more hours. Of course, but his feeling of like, holy crap! Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! Is like the same. It's that feeling when you're watching overtime hockey, playoff hockey. It's literally like a, you're shaking. You're just like, holy. Oh I'm my God! Make a, a potentially an artful analogy here, but I would almost compare it to people who like really like jump scares <laughs> and gore and stuff like that in their horror film, and they're really freaked out by stuff like that. Like that's hockey. 
Hi, hey, okay. Hi. Come win this argument with me. I think baseball is like torturous. That's the thing. It's, it's like, do you, yes. right. Do you want to okay. be tortured for four hours or do you want to be on this wild ride where your emotions are just swinging constantly and your adrenaline's just jacked? The question right. is, which one is, which one is He's better? Playoff hockey. baseball or playoff yeah. hockey? Oh, don't bother me with this kind of <laughs> I mean, the, the problem yeah, is we're yeah, all yeah. Rockies and Avs fans, the, right? So I think yeah! our, our views We've are all a little. Before. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let me finish by conceding. I will completely concede because I, I just don't have the experience with it. And, and I get why people say this. I do think that it, it does a disservice to the game of baseball when people think that, like, I, I – I think we're a largely baseball illiterate society. I'm sorry. Oh my god! I know, but you don't need to have this conversation. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, and you know oh, I'm not making it up. And you know I'm not wrong. Like it's you're talking. You're talking to somebody who follows hockey in the United States, dude. I'm not. I don't need to hear this baseball illiterate stuff. I'm not Get saying that here. you're illiterate. You I am gonna, I am gonna, the, the Kembe Matumbo finger wag, slap this back in the face. Get that out of here. <laughs> you um, really think the casual baseball that, audience uh, watching the postseason understands pitcher strategy? I'm gonna say something rude, so I'm just not gonna say anything at all about right. it. Okay. <laughs> um, we agreed that regular season game day experience, we've got football being the best. College football specifically. See, a that's lot of what people, I said. A lot of people said that, yes. Um, football in general is the best game day experience, but then when it came to playoff, football is just it's not as intense as you have like playoff hockey. Yeah, I mean playoff hockey just can't be beat. Mm. And with that, I'll leave you guys to it. That honestly, just wrap it up right there. We're good. Mic drop. <laughs> well, this was a opinion. great podcast, guys. I had a feeling it would be a uh, good topic. Thank you to the person who asked us this question. If you want us to talk about a topic that you have in mind, definitely leave it on the post on the DMVR.com of the Denver Sports Podcast, or you can tweet at me or you can message me in the Discord in our DMVR lounge because we've been, I think every week we've had um, a question mm -hmm. sent in and we've really taken over and had a discussion about it. So thank you guys for everyone watching. I hope you have a, a great, safe long, uh, holiday weekend. Go drink some Breck Brews. Feisty Friday continues and hopefully we'll have another Feisty Friday next week. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. I still need music, guys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>